The Vortex Impact 4000 versus the Radius. The sign's code Radius, uh, which is kind of a moog point because it's out of production. But people are asking. Well, I think it's the it's the only thing that's even in the comparable price bracket yes. for affordability. And that's what my favorite thing about yesterday, everybody whinging about the, the, the impact is like, cool, well, okay, tell me which other thing I should buy then. Yeah, like and, the only thing that <clears throat> has been produced in eight years. Stand by for a full podcast on uh, Impact Four Thousand, but uh, there's a, there's another company, and I should probably look up the name. I don't have it. They have a rangefinder with a net one thousand dollar price point, but I can't remember the freaking name of it. It doesn't do ballistics either, so it's kind of it falls in with what I, my biggest complaint about the radius is it doesn't do ballistics. So yeah, we're looking at the radius versus the impact. That's right. Uh, again, That's obviously right. the radius just being a laser rangefinder and the impact doing a whole hell of a lot more. Yeah. So again, this is a versus. So initially, uh, well, don't get me wrong. The radius is great. And it was well, well beyond its time. And like you said, in one of your posts, I don't remember if I shared it or not. Uh, it just shows you like how important it is right right place right time. Yeah, and not only that, how much the market has changed in six to eight years, especially with the hunting, long range hunting, long range. Yeah, and you know you brought up a good point in one another one of your stories, which you know we've toted many times. Is like it was relatively nobody really wanted it. That's why they discontinued it or whatever. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. Is a little bit cheaper, and then every predator hunter underneath the sun bought up the radiuses. Yeah, <laughs> and now they fetch a pretty penny if you can actually find them, uh, which is fascinating. But you know, couple things head to head, like ranging capabilities. Uh, the so far the Jesus, so far the impact is pulling slightly ahead of the radius, which I, I don't even remember. Like uh, you know, out my boom room, I maxed out at almost three, uh, just shy of 3,000 yards and uh, hitting reflective surfaces and non-reflective surfaces, the impact pulled slightly ahead, which to me, I kind of I expected that because the impact is new and yeah. the radius is, I mean, how old are these at this point? Uh, six years? years plus. Something like that. Uh, I will say I do like the fact that the impact has a Bluetooth remote and you still have to plug in a cord. And you had that old style uh, clicker for the radius. I don't like the. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of saving some stuff for the football, I guess, about the impact. Yeah. But I will say I like the way the impact zeros better than the radius, but I still don't love both of them. Yeah. Well, now, the, the, the biggest problem with the radius being the mounting system. Yes. Uh, you know. I don't know if people would see this. Like this yeah. giant dial and there's springs underneath it. it it's like you have super futuristic. And then, yeah, they, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's an Elkan And it's like fail. Uh, everybody knows this. What's the cool thing about this, the radius itself, is it has a visible laser that you can run at any time. Whereas the impact, you can only use the visible laser for zeroing. You cannot do nothing else. Now, the radius, you basically needed that, especially if you mounted a, uh, what do you call this, on the side here? Uh, on the side. <laughs> <laughs> vertical? Yeah. Yeah, so horizontal and vertical. Especially if you mount it vertical, uh, 
I have three radiuses, and they all seem to really hate being mounted vertically. And then, you know, a lot of times I just get it good enough, and then at nighttime, just turn on a visible laser. Because if the visible laser's on it, you're going to, you know, you're ranging the appropriate target. Yeah. Uh, it, it has a slight advantage over the the impact on the visible laser front. I'll say that. And I think it would have been handy. I think it would have been handy to go ahead and give you a great visible laser on the impact. That's just my opinion. I know it's up to cost because the laser on the impact does seem kind of chingy. Like it's literally seems like it's, it was only ever just good enough to zero it. Like yeah, that, and, that's and it. I've heard people complain like zeroing during broad daylight. Is... You definitely want to use, oh, well, I say you definitely want to wait, either have some sort of shade over your target, go to an indoor gun range, which is fine, or uh, definitely wait until later in the afternoon where the sun's not so bright, uh, and definitely use their big target. Because if you use their big target, they have the big reflected strips and everything else like that. It makes it pretty easy. Like it's not, it's not awful, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just like, it's a very subpar, uh, low cost laser, which, you know, they didn't make it in, in to where you can enable it to utilize it while shooting. So, you know, why put the money towards it? I I, mean, I get, I get it why they did it that way, but also it's kind of like, eh, I'd have paid three, four, 500 more for a, a badass visible laser. That's just me. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, eh, if you zero it correctly and everything else, you really don't need it. And, uh, you know, like I said, ranging capabilities, slight edge on the impact, visible laser, slight edge on the radius mounting impact, uh, weight. I have it actually weighed these, uh, totally had my scale out and meant to do it before I brought everything over here and forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the impact's slightly less, but they could, but they're probably actually pretty close. Now, as you can tell here, you know, if you look at the overall platform, there's not much difference. Like the actual unit itself of the radius is thinner than the impact, but you go overall height and length. I mean, there's not much difference. I do like the fact that the screen on the impact automatically shifts with whatever position you're mounting it. Whereas on the radius, you got to unscrew this and, you know, move it and all that shit. But I think we're, obviously, the impact gets the win here because it's in, in production <laughs> and it's FD. But I think where you, you really, you really take over like the game here is with onboard ballistics. Like F the laser, F the visible laser, uh, this thing has onboard ballistics, which is fantastic. And we'll get it, you know, be sure and catch the, uh, full podcast here our initial thoughts on the impact 4000 because we're really going to deep dive into it and talk about you know everything i experienced with it and everything else thus far uh, which i've rented quite a bit so far uh man how are we looking on time five more minutes what what else am i missing uh i think i mean just like obviously quality of life improvements the the battery cover on the radius is shit and probably the biggest complaint other than zeroing um, yes. Yeah, you can pretty much <laughs> the, the fucking radius never stayed zero. Like it I don't care. Like you had a much better chance at keeping it zeroed, mounting it uh horizontally. But like like I said, the the uh 
visible laser was so important because the sun bitch never stays zero. Yeah. Like, anybody actually uses their shit. And that's, that's due to like the mounting and the zeroing. Like, yeah. And I will say this, like, uh, when you're zeroing the impact, like you can, as you're, you know, you get your, you know, flush, I don't know what you call that, flush screws, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can literally push it and feel the play in it, which I don't like. Uh, but it always returns back. Yeah. And I and can see where the internet's going to, like, once more people get, like, these fags. <laughs> they get more you of them. You can't say that. <laughs> When they get when more of these people get them in their hands, that's that's gonna be they're gonna bitch about the laser, and they're gonna bitch about the zero being. It's like I said, you can literally push it and watch the the visible laser move up and down. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like uh, like I, th- I was telling you the other day, like mine moved a little bit at first, but it felt like it's seated finally, and then it's fine. Like it's it's fine right now, but it's still like you can go up here, turn on the visible laser, push it, and watch that thing move several inches. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not taking this to combat. I'm hunting with it. And so far, I've shot several, probably close to a thousand rounds down this rifle with that on it. Hasn't lost zero since the initial, like, mounting it and a little bit of shift. And I feel I feel like it probably just seated in, which, you know, we'll probably cover that in another podcast with turrets and everything else. You got to season shit, you know, get yeah, it Yeah. So I guess the biggest thing is, I mean, as much as similar as these products are, the the biggest difference you're getting is the the ballistics. I mean, it's a ballistic solver. Onboard ballistic solver. It has built-in weather stuff. You can yep, obviously them. connect your Kestrel, but it's just a whole it's a whole different ballpark. Yes. I mean, it's like you really can't even compare them. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I just wanted to do this. To oh no, no people. Like, well, again, it's <laughs> the the only thing comparable to it is the radius. Like that's right. I mean, I mean other than some other like. No name shit yeah, you get uh, from Amazon or I feel like Amazon. The Amazon ones are interesting because I know uh, predator hunters run them, but the, you're tapped out like 400 yards. Yeah, they're a lot smaller, but you're tapped out 400 yards. There's I think it's called Tribe Optics, and I I always forget this name because I never got around to get one because it just I'm just like meh because uh, I you know been running my radiuses at nighttime for so long. Uh, I think it's called Tribe, and it's just a a range founder as well. Like it doesn't do ballistics or anything like that. And it comes in actually over a thousand dollars, which this, you know, this street price is around two grand right now. Uh, to me, it's worth it. Uh, and it, it's clearly the winner, obviously on the simple grounds of it's, it's in production. <laughs> so how many, how many are you going to wind up with is the real question. <laughs> Probably at least one more. Cause like moving shit, I don't know. yeah. It's like suppressors. It's like, oh, this is great. I'm gonna use them and everything. And then you're just like, what if I bought more? Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely do one more for sure. If not, I could potentially end up with another one. I don't. Know, I'm just gonna run this one for a while. Uh, probably get another one, and I'll probably wait and see like next iterations. Cause you know, I, I, I gotta think that uh, Sig probably working on a little something, something. Vortex, they're gonna have huge success with this. They're probably gonna quickly come out of version two. I'm sure. I'm sure. With how these companies work, they're probably already working on it. There's probably someone else is gonna be knocking on the door because it's. We've been screaming it from the mountaintops forever, and now everybody's like, <gasps> "Well, yeah, you've had all these. I mean, they've. If you look at uh, range find, just the standalone range finders or the binoculars." 
everything has gotten so good and all these ballistics apps and yes your fucking watch yes. i mean like the fact that this has taken this long is honestly a bit absurd but now that's one person's done it everybody's gonna be quickly blind. yeah and i hope they do because like competition breeds you know more technology better products uh, and uh, better competition prices. breeds innovation sir yeah that <laughs> i mean the true test is i'm gonna have to get out the raptor which i already know what i'm gonna say but i'm gonna have to get out the raptor give it it's you know give it a full-on just comparison between the two because i know that's what people are gonna ask but it, the re- realistically you know, I have enough experience with Raptor that I already know. Like, I kind of like this better, especially the fucking price point. Everybody, <laughs> everybody who's posted and talked about it um, on the internet who has both is like, clearly, this is superior. It's like yeah. it's technology; it, yeah. it quickly changes. Yes, and, and, you know, winner. You should. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should you buy it if you want a weapon? Yeah, I mean, yes. If you have the money, there's no literally no reason to not buy one absolutely and you know what uh yeah it's kind of bulky but it's not heavy uh and but you know especially for predator hunters nighttime hunters or daytime hunters and i guess you know if you do the prs thing that's whatever as well but from a hunting standpoint especially if you do a lot of stuff by yourself this is where it's really going to come come in clutch as the kids say nowadays uh, instead of like having to pull off your rifle scope, look through your rangefinder, as great as those are, you can do everything yourself now. So, I mean, what's there not to like? This son of a bitch. <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> Let me wrap this up. We're filming a podcast. You can't just barge in here like you own the fucking place. So, let me just wrap it up. I guess we have to. <laughs> we don't have a choice. <laughs> We appreciate y'all watching. Be sure and check out AllyMunition.com or if you're milling, go by Ally Outdoors. We'll see you guys next time. That's pretty much done anyways. Way to go, Miles. You fucked it up for everyone.